everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith. I'm here to bring you the preview show ahead of this weekend's Bundesliga matchup between Bayern Munich and Werder Bremen. I think everyone is ready to see Bayern Munich get back on the pitch after a convincing win last weekend. It's really nice to see Bayern Munich out there seemingly having fun and uh, just back at it because it was a it felt like a long winter pause there, even though it really wasn't. It did just feel like it took forever. So I know I was happy to see game action once again, and I'm sure most of you were too. So uh, it was definitely a good way for Bayern Munich to start that second half of the season effectively with a 3-0 victory over a pretty game Hoffenheim side, at least in my opinion. So uh, as we do always on the preview show, let's take a quick look at where each team is in the table. Through 16 match days for Bayern Munich, don't forget they still have to make up that one game against Union Berlin that was canceled due to snow. Bayern is 13, has 13 wins, has two draws and one loss. That's good for 41 points, which places them four points behind league leader Bayer Leverkusen, which has 45 points. Bayern Munich has 52 goals for, 15 against for a goal differential of 37 over the course of Bayern Munich's last five Bundesliga matches, they have four wins and one loss. And as we said, last weekend was a 3-0 victory over Hoffenheim. Bayern's last loss was back on December 8th, a 5-1 shellacking at the hands of Eintracht Frankfurt. As for Werder Bremen, as we know, it's Marco Polo's favorite team. <laughs> uh, Werder Bremen is in 13th place through 17 match days. They have four wins, five draws, eight losses. That's good for 17th place. Actually has them tied points-wise with VFL Bochum. Bochum, though, has a worse goal differential, so they are in 14th. Uh, as for Werder Bremen, they have 24 goals for 31 against, negative goal differential of seven. Bochum, as I said, because they are at negative 15, have uh, the 14th place position. Just in front of Werder Bremen is FC Augsburg, which has 18 points. So potentially a big weekend for Werder Bremen if they are able to tie down any points from Bayern Munich, which seems unlikely at this stage, but who knows. Over the course of Werder Bremen's last five matches in the Bundesliga, they have three draws, one win, one loss. Last weekend was a 1-1 draw with VfL Bochum. Uh, for Bayern Munich, this is a very interesting scenario because they made the somewhat odd choice to take their practices and training to Portugal this week rather than stay at home in Bavaria. So uh, Thomas Tuchel packed up, took most of his team. There were a couple of players that did not attend, uh, and they went to Portugal to work on things, to get in some two-a-days and seemingly uh, get back on the same page after the winter pause. So you would think that this would be a good thing for Bayern Munich, I do worry a little bit about the travel and also about logging the extra time with those two-a-days for Bayern Munich in terms of how it might affect them on Sunday. Uh, the, like I said, the good part is, though, that it is a Sunday match, so Bayern will get some extra time, hopefully a little bit of downtime to rest. And as we know, coming out of that training camp, there were uh, there were a couple of injuries that went down, Dio Upamakano and Matthijs De Ligt. Both suffered injuries. Upamakano's was not serious at all. He was back after missing on on Tuesday. He was back in action on Wednesday. The licked looked like it might be a little bit more serious. It was a capsular injury. Uh, but after some work on that area and some further evaluation, 
it's even possible that he'll be available on Saturday, on Sunday, which did not really appear likely. So all in all, if you come out with only those two things, you did pretty well. Uh, Eric Maxim Chupamoting, curiously, was just on the bike during Wednesday's session. So maybe he is just fatigued or maybe he's feeling a little bit banged up. Who knows? But that's something to keep an eye on as well. So Bayern Munich looks to be in pretty good shape heading into this matchup and trying to figure out who Thomas Tuchel will start can sometimes be a headache. Absolutely. Uh, it's not easy to to go through Tuchel and, and figure things out with him because he can change on a whim. But he has started, it looks like, to settle into something. And this something is definitely different than, than it was earlier in the season, mostly because it's got some new faces into that lineup. Uh, and who Tuchel will be able to choose from looks pretty standard, but let's take a look at the injuries for Bayern Munich before we try and guess at where Tuchel's going with this. Daniel Peretz is out. He won't be back anytime soon. I believe it's sometime in March they're looking for him to come back. Delict has that capsular injury, so he should be able to play Sunday, but we'll see what happens and see what Tuchel decides to do with him. We do know Delict has had a quite a storied injury history for this season. And it would just be nice if he could stay healthy so we can get a good glimpse at what he can do and what he can bring to the table. Kim Min Jae is on international duty where he's doing pretty well with Korea. Tarek Buckman did return to uh, at least working out. He had a torn muscle bundle. So uh, I don't anticipate him to be ready for game action yet, but uh, he is making some progress in his return. Nusar Mizrahi is both injured and on international duty. His calf problem last we heard was doing well in camp with Morocco or, or with Morocco at this point. So we'll see how he progresses. Hopefully he does not aggravate that while he's there. That would be a shame to see him miss more time. Bunasar is out with a torn ACL, which is kind of, you know, fitting given the way that his careers went with Bayern Munich, he's getting paid to sit there. So good for him. Hopefully his recovery goes well and he can sort out what will be next for his future. It's widely anticipated that he will not be back at Bayern Munich next season. Uh, Serge Gnabry still out. Uh, he's got a muscle injury. He's expected to be back next month. Uh, Gnabry is definitely one of those players who needs to get back and needs to perform because there's been a little bit of a turn in the fan base toward him. And it's been not that people weren't critical of him in the past, but it's become a little bit more vociferous with how people are annoyed with him. So I think Gnabry would do well to get back soon, hopefully, and, and be able to show what he can do uh, because it is become quite a hot topic. It has become quite a hot topic with the fans. And as we mentioned with Eric Maxim Chupomoting, there's nothing official at this point. Uh, we just know that he was on the bike a little bit. So it really probably is nothing, but something to keep an eye on. As for Tuchel's lineup, uh, factoring in the uncertain status of Delict, I'm probably going to ride with him because I think Tuchel wants to see more uh, from Delict because he's going to have to make a decision on whether Delict fits his style or not. So these are the games to do that. Uh, as always, though, Manuel Neuer will play in goal. The center back duo, despite those knocks this week, will be Daya Upamakano and Matthijs Delict. Well, they will be, at least in my eyes. If Delict can't go, I would expect to see Eric Dyer get his first start at Bayern Munich. Dyer also left camp, but this was not for an injury. He had to go attend to the birth of a child. So Dyer, uh, I'm sure he'll be back in training with Bayern by Friday at the latest. And if so, uh, he'll be available for that match. Either way, I would expect him to make his debut this week. 
On the outside, I think we'll see Alfonso Davies at left back. And as for right back, I think it will be Conrad Limer. Wasn't quite sure which way that Tuchel would go. But as of right now, I think he's got a ride Limer. I don't think he's got any other viable options at this point. So uh, Limer, it will be. In the central midfield, again, it's another interesting selection here because Tuchel has started to show a preference for Rafael Guerrero, who was, depending on who, who you listened to last week or, or what you saw with your own eyes, you either thought he was really good or really meh. I thought he was okay. I, I thought he did well at times. Don't always love what I see out of him in the central midfield, but I, I can't be too critical of how he did last week. I thought it was a good showing for him. Uh, I personally still want to see Kimmich and Goretzka playing together. I thought Goretzka, when he came in, did really well to create that goal for Harry Kane. So uh, it would be nice to see Goretzka and Kimmich because I feel like that's the, going to be the duo that's going to play those important games later this season. But it's Tuchel. We know he doesn't like Goretzka. We know he's not a huge fan of Kimmich. Any possibility involving Guerrero is on the table. But I think he'll go with the same lineup he used in terms of the central midfield. So I think that it will be Kimmich and Rafael Guerrero, which will again put Leon Goretzka on the bench, which is a shame because I think Goretzka has done really well this season and has deserved to have a starting role. I just don't think Tuchel likes him. And I think this is going to be one of those things that persists. And it's kind of a shame because I think Goretzka, when he's playing at the top of his game, is just a force as an eight and uh, missing that kind of quality when he brings his top level game to the table is going to hurt the team. So Tuchel has some has some things to think about there, but it does seem to lean toward another duo showing for Kimmich and Guerrero. As for the attack, again, it's where it gets really interesting because Kingsley Coman is back. He's healed up, should be good to go. Uh, Coman has had an up and down season in my eyes. He's been really good some games and really ineffective in others. I do think Bayern has found something good with the attacking foursome of Harry Kane, Leroy Sané, Jamal Musiala, and Thomas Muller. Now, last week we saw Muller operating more as a wing in the late December showings that we saw using that that quartet. We saw Muller playing more centrally with Musiala on the wing. Now, again, if you're me, you've had this tinfoil hat theory that Musiala is demanding to play centrally. So it was very curious for me to see him play that position last week after Tuchel used him as a wing during those games in December. Uh, so it just adds more fuel to my fire thinking that Musial is calling the shots and dictating where he wants to play. Maybe it was a one-off, whatever. He did score two goals, which is great. Uh, he had some really nice plays in that one. So it, it did work. If Tuchel's making that call and pushing the right buttons, credit to him because it 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 worked out well for him. If it's Musiala complaining that he's not playing the 10 and he needs to play there, that's going to create a whole separate issue for Bayern Munich down the road. But that is a, that's a discussion for another time. So I, I do think that Tuchel will ride that quartet. Kane at striker, Leroy Sané at left wing. And then it's I, I'm going to predict Musiala as the, the attacking midfielder and Muller at right wing. I think that's the four that sets you up best to win right now if you're Bayern Munich. I think that Tuchel is starting to realize that, but what could be prohibitive down the road is having to play Muller as a wing. And that's not a knock on Muller and his ability to play at that position, but it's just I think Musiala is a better wing and, and Muller is a better 10. 
sounds weird to say that after Musiala just scored a brace, but I do think that that is the lineup that sets Byron up the best to be uh, a force offensively. Now we'll see what Tuchel does. We'll see if they interchange a bit more than they did last week. It seemed like last week that that Mueller was strictly a wing and, and he played like that. He was crossing the ball, stayed mostly on the outside, uh, picked and choose his moments to get in and, and play a little more centrally. But uh, for the most part, Musiala stayed in the middle. So we'll see how he does. Again, this is Werder Bremen. This is not a great Bundesliga side that they're facing. So Bayern probably has a little bit of leeway to play a little bit differently. Uh, but I do think that Tuchel sticks with that quartet. If he breaks it up, though, it does tell me that he doesn't ha really have any long-term plans to stick with Muller or even use Muller consistently because uh, Muller has, in my mind, proven he deserves one of those four spots. Kane is an unquestioned starter. Uh, Sané did have two assists last week, but... Oddly, Tuchel was not too thrilled with how Sané played. We did see Sané start to trail off in the in the latter stages of the first half of the season. So it's still something for fans to monitor because if Sané is not as confident or he's not playing at the level that, that many expect him, we know that he can fall in the slumps. And we want to see him, I think most people want to see him avoid that. So I'm in, interested to see how he comes out. I didn't think he was bad last week. I thought he was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't overwhelming, but it was a step in the right direction compared to where he was at the end of December. Uh, in my mind, that's what you needed to see. You weren't going to get it all back in one game, but I thought he did some very positive things. Was he as impactful as, as he was during his hot stretch? No, but again, you have to take some steps to get back to where you were. And if he's, you know, in, in my mind, Sané is, can be as good as he wants to be. When he hits those slumps, a lot of the time to me, it has to do with confidence and fatigue. I think he's had some time to rejuvenate himself. So I think we did see a little bit of a jump in his step last weekend against Hoffenheim, but it really does come down to confidence and, and how he can adjust himself and get himself back to that mental state where he was when he was just destroying everyone. And if he gets back to that point, Bayern Munich's going to be a dangerous attack because Kane has been steady and consistent. He is scoring goals nearly every game. Muller has brought a whole new dimension to that attack that, uh, uh, no offense to Coman, but Coman just doesn't bring what Muller brings at this point. Now, if you just needed someone to to get up the line and break down an outside back to, to create something centrally for his teammates, you might want to rely on Coman for that. But right now, Muller seems to be the right pick. And if Musiala can continue the confidence which he's playing with, and it looked like he was far more confident against Hoffenheim than he was at stages in the first half of the season. This is all a good sign for Bayern Munich and bodes well for them. So I'm expecting a lot of good things this weekend against Werder Bremen. I think Bayern is is set up very nicely. That Sunday match, which if you've listened to me before, I hate Sunday matches. I hate Friday matches and I hate Sunday matches. I like Saturday morning matches. I Give me that 9.30 slot Eastern time anytime. I love that. But with a Sunday match, it does Byron, it does buy Byron some time. It gives Delix some time to get healthy. It gives Tuchel a little bit more of an opportunity to assess where things are with his attack and in his central midfield to decide where he wants to go with those positions because certainly he has some positional battles going on. As for a prediction in this match, I think Bayern Munich's going to come out fast. I think they're going to come out and handle Werder Bremen. I don't think it's ever going to be close. Now, saying all of that, I will admit there is some risk that there's a little bit of a hangover from this training camp, that there maybe could be some fatigue built in because of the extra workload. All that said, 
I think Bayern Munich walks out of the Allianz Arena with a 4-0 victory over Werder Bremen. I just think they are a much, much better team. I think they have a lot more going for them at this point. And I think they're hungry. I think they're starting to realize what the capabilities of this team are. And if they continue to play at this high level and get the kind of showings that they've had, it becomes fun. And if it becomes fun when you're out there playing, it probably lessens some of the less fun things about playing under Thomas Tuchel. So I know that day-to-day practice with him can be a grind. He is a very vocal critic of his players and sometimes maybe doesn't have that soft touch that players might like, but success breeds happiness. So the team needs to continue to win. They need to continue to get better. And if he can integrate more players in, get more players, some time, that's even better. Uh, keeping this somewhat small roster, it's it's growing by the day, but it's still small enough to where you can get people playing time, especially now with five subs. So if I'm Tuchel, I, I look for my team to get out to that big lead, and I look to integrate some more players into the lineup and arrest some of my veterans. So I'll take a 4-0 victory for, for Bayern Munich over Werder Bremen this weekend. That's about all we have for the preview show. As always, you can get me, at the Barrel Blog on Twitter, you can get the site at Bavarian FB Works. You can get Tom Adams at Tommy Adams seventy one. You can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. You can get Siler at CYL three R. And as always, you get all of our great podcasters and writers at BavarianFootballWorks.com. Where we've been really busy. There's been a lot of transfer rumors, a lot of news breaking with the team. We're trying to cover all of it, so hang with us there. Catch all of your all your news. Get all of your updates there. Have a couple of beers on me. Enjoy the match this weekend, and we'll see you next time.